Turn Up The Talk podcast, tackling mental health together. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Turn Up The Talk. You're joined by Paddy, Lockie, and Mr. Will Yum Gibb. Welcome, Will. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Pleasure, mate. Thanks for coming on again. Really this appreciate is unreal. it. Unreal. We're in a studio. It's we guys. Are. We're in the middle of. I'm gonna dare say near Alice Springs, little town near Alice Springs, Tennant Creek. Yeah, we're just in, and it's crazy. We got a helicopter here. These boys have a lot of cash. I'll tell you what. So, you know, it's unreal. More than enough for Queensland trips. <laughs> <laughs> or Melbourne, George Cambosis fight. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be good fun. But before we get into that, speaking of sport. We uh, recently had our golf day, Lockie. Yeah, great day. Uh, a couple of Fridays ago, uh, our third one. So we're yeah. getting pretty good at it now. But no, the weather was um, it was weather was okay. A bit of rain, but the turnout was really good. And then the Chloe was always good fun. As yeah, not to mention the hood is. after it <laughs> and the hood after it. Yeah, that was good fun. Yeah. Will you couldn't make it? You were in Melbourne doing what you do best, eh? I was. I was in Melbourne doing what I do best, which was comedy. Uh, well, that's maybe not what I do best. But uh, yeah, I was off doing the comedy festival, Melbourne Comedy Festival. Had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, and uh, a lot of hugs. And that's also that's what really matters. So if if you're with someone right now, give him a hug. Yeah, and just feel the hug. Yeah, go on, boys. Come on, mate. When you um, ah, <laughs> that is so gay. <laughs> Gibby, what's that feeling like? Like you've done a few shows in Sydney, and mm. then to go to Melbourne, out of your comfort zone a bit. Yeah, In a festival, like you said, the comedy festival, what's that like? I mean, your first one, you get up on stage, what are you feeling? Okay, honestly, it was, it did feel different because you think like, oh, yeah, I'm used to this and it's all material that I'd done before, but it was so different because like, A, I'd survived the plane trip there, which I wasn't, honestly wasn't expecting to. Every time I get on a plane, I'm like at peace and I'm like, okay, this is the, my last few moments. But I, I landed in Melbourne, which I was just stoked about just getting there literally alive. And then, so I was still riding that high of surviving the plane. And then I got in, I got into the room and it was a big room. It was like 150 seats. And the guy was like, all right, mate. Yeah. You're on in, you're on in an hour. So I'm um, just head backstage. And he showed me everything. And then I was like, fuck, like, is then cause for them, it was just another show. I came two weeks into the festival and I was doing two weeks. So I came halfway in. So that for them, it wasn't a big deal. It was just another show in the wheelhouse. So they weren't tr- giving me that sort of like first night feeling that maybe would have made me feel a little bit more comfortable. And Lachlan, who I did the show with. So yeah, we got on the- we got there and it was just like straight away bang. And yeah, people came and it was really cool. I was very happy. You sold out pretty much every night, didn't you? Sold out every night. Yes. So uh, that was fantastic. And yeah, met some good people. And yeah, it was weird. It was just like a bizarre, uh, you know, time. It was weird, like f- fulfilling the dream, you know, living the dream. I was doing that, which was cool. Any uh, any hecklers that we may have may or may not need to hear a story of? There were some hecklers. There was one heckler on the first night. I think people would look at you and, oh, he's young. Maybe he's a little young. bit inexperien- inexperienced. Yeah. I'm going to go at him here. Yeah, I think so. And the dad was very like, so there was a daughter and a dad that arrived oh, and they were there early. They were the first audience ever through the gate. So they walk in. Oh, so this is first night. First night. First audience members to go through and they were early. So we were upstairs having a drink and they were like, oh, um, the, the daughter was like a big fan of me and Lockie's. And she was like, oh, hey, like, you know, like I'm here. She was probably 18, 19, I reckon. And she was like, oh, 
like, Dad, like, can you get a photo of us? And so we got a photo of And the dad was very like, oh, yeah. So who are these? Yeah, well, comedians. Right, all right, sure. You know, I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah. You know, Dave Hughes or, you know, like those. You'll, yeah, you're not on the footy show. Or I don't know. Like, <laughs> whatever it was. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was just like. Uh, yeah, yeah, the dad just didn't seem very uh, interested in us. And then he was getting really pissed. And then we were like doing the show and he was like yelling stuff out. And it was fine because you could alley oop him. Like if I was, you know, saying something, he'd be like, oh, yeah. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll made in the. And, you know, it got funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he like ruined up, I can't remember what it was, but he ruined a punchline. Like he yelled something out on a, on a legit punchline. And I was like, fuck, that is actually fucking annoying now. And I think I said something along the lines of like, oh, mate, listen, if you don't shut up, I'm going to fuck your daughter, man. (laughs) I'd established that before. And look, I would never usually say that, but it was because I knew the daughter before was like totally fine. Like I'd I'd been speaking to her before, so I knew that she wouldn't have cared. Usually I would never call someone out like that, but I just, I knew it would shut him up and I knew that she would be okay with me saying that. So that's, I did. did shut him up? It shut him up and she laughed and enjoyed I, I wouldn't have made the joke otherwise. But um yeah, so that was fun. Uh and then yeah, I don't know, met met um a person down there, a special someone who Can we pronounce a name or is it too early? Yeah. Well, I met a guy whose name is Ben down there and um he's really great and hopefully things continue with him. So that was really fun. It was weird. I've never like properly had a uh, requited romance before, so it's very nice. All right, Lockie, what are we diving into today? What's our topic of the talk? I think we we're going to go into Tale of the tape, being alone, mm. having your own alone time. So, not being able to have your own things that you enjoy, getting used to. I think some people struggle, so getting used to being alone. I know for me, since I've started full time work this year, if I get some alone time, I quite enjoy it. Oh, I bet you do. Um, <laughs> because open up your web browser, you, uh, you you know you find stuff that you enjoy, and I look forward to it, and things that you know can be rewarding or things that you're passionate about. So I think it's good. I think people should get used to. It. I think people should enjoy it. Being comfortable. Being Some alone, people, yeah. I feel like they close off from it. Oh yeah. So I I used to hate it. Eh? I used to f- hate being alone. Like hate it. But I love it now. Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't say I love it, but I'm I'm comfortable doing it now. Yeah. Just within two weeks, to be honest with you. The last two weeks. Why? Don't know. Um, don't know. I just feel like I've just grown a little bit more in the last two weeks. Oh. Pretty much, yeah. Interesting. I wonder what could cause that. I enjoy my alone time quite a bit, but there are times where like, maybe I've stopped enjoying it as much as I used to. You used to. to love it. I used to prefer yeah. it all the time. I like seeing my friends, but I think for me, like I, I know when to give myself alone time. It's like a recharging my battery sort of. But when I do give myself alone time, I think the number one thing that I do is I kind of almost create like a checklist in my head of what I'm going to do. Because if I'm like alone time and I just go into my room and I just don't do anything, that's when I sort of get like in my own head about stuff. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to play FIFA for 20 minutes and then change games and do that. And it sounds silly, but like, as long as it's structured and I'm ticking it off, that's when I feel like more okay with it. Yeah. 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 Like I said, the last two weeks, I wouldn't say I've loved it, but I, I like, I'm comfortable doing it. So for example, on the weekend, so I was just out at dinner watching the Roosters game and then I went and saw you and Charlotte, your sister. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then normally I'd be like, oh fuck this, like Saturday night. Alone. I don't want to, yeah, I don't just want to go home. Like, and I, I was, out. you know, I was like, you know, I'm just going to go home, put on some Netflix and just chill out. 
And, and that's did. what I did. And I was like happy. Like I was felt so good doing it. Like normally I'd be like, oh, I might as well go out. Like, yeah, what was the point before of going like, home? what was before? Oh, I'd like... go out just because I'd felt like I had nothing. To, I'd have to because I didn't, I couldn't stand to be in yeah. my own room. Like I couldn't yeah. do it. What was going out? Just going out and drinking. Ridiculous amounts. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think cause... people think being alone, especially on a Saturday night is like, oh, why yeah. on earth would I do yeah, that? Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, if you're actually quite happy with it, it's actually a pretty good place to be. And how much better if, Sunday morning? Yeah. But <laughs> if you're seeing your friends and doing your other stuff, then it's actually not a bad decision. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you don't want to drink, you don't want to spend money. You know, if you're happy with yourself, you should do it. Yeah, I think so too. I've never felt pressured going out. I think I feel lucky. Like, I don't feel like I give into peer pressure that much. And like, I would say like, I like if I get asked to go out, I, I always will kind of weigh up my options and see like what else there is to do. Like sometimes, honestly, like, and I still do it now where like, if I go out drinking with mates, a lot of the time I'll drive to wherever it is to almost give myself the option of like, I, or it's not a good thing, but I always give myself like a second option. Like I find it so hard to commit to plans. So if we're like going out drinking, I'll be like, fuck, I've got to drive. Then I've got to be sober just in case something else pops up. Or if I want to be alone, I can drive off and be alone. So giving myself like kind of backup options. And I don't know if that's a healthy or good thing to do, but that is something that I do whenever I go out a lot. Some of the time is I'm like, I yeah. can't fully commit to a night out just because I know that eventually I'm going to want my alone time. Especially when I'm drinking, I get very like socially anxious and something will switch in me and I'm like, fuck, I've got to get home. Well, hopefully you don't drink and drive home. Yeah, oh, well, like, you know what I mean? Like if I've had a couple <laughs> of drinks. 10 beers, <laughs> fuck, lucky I brought my car. Yeah. <laughs> plan B. Yeah. yeah, great plan B. Well, yeah. we could just get an Uber next time. But no, no, I agree. I'm can, with you. Can I tell you something really interesting? Um, this is for anyone that is, this is my biggest tip ever for someone that is alone and they're spending the night alone and they don't know what to do. This is my number one piece of advice and it works every single time. You know those feelings when you're not hungry, but you don't, oh, but I could eat and I don't know. And oh, I don't feel like really doing anything. And if oh, I don't want to get it. And you're just mm. literally lost. Like I have no idea what I want to do. We've all felt it. My number one advice, it works a thousand percent of the time. Masturbate. <laughs> and I don't even mean that in like a just wank all night. I mean, masturbate. And this isn't even me being crude or anything because afterwards, right? I swear to you, you can laugh all you want, Patrick Clifton, but there's a truth to this. There's a word called Kenjitaimu. It's a Japanese word. And it basically translates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great guy. Love that guy. And it translates to um, clarity post nut, post, post ejaculation clarity. And essentially every time I'm lost and I don't know what I feel like doing when I'm alone, I'll like that and afterwards and I not and then maybe I'm more hungry or I know what I want to eat or I'm like oh I feel like doing this it every single time within the first minute or after the first minute after a wank is like my options open up and I'm like it literally I see my timeline I'm like Guzman movie popcorn <laughs> and then bang like drag race and my night just my night I, I like ejaculate my timeline <laughs> like Honestly, I may as well put down a sheet of like, just like a blank Saturday night and just go like that. And then it'll just like spell out what I'm about to do. That's how it feels. So that's my biggest recommendation for everyone. Post nut clarity. It is a thing. Definitely. It is. It is a thing. It is a thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's good if, for people that are alone. Lockie, what about you? Have you always been good with being alone? As you said, you enjoy it. What about I think before? so. I think I'm someone that obviously is in my own head quite a bit, but I feel as though, yeah, if I'm, I, I've 
always kind of um, taken it on. I think I've always traveled like I've always lived down Cronulla Way, always had mates over. So I've always done a lot of driving, always done a lot of traveling. So I've always had that time to myself. So I think that has sort of prepared me for just, you know, actually quite enjoying it. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm the same as you though. I look at that and I go, oh, well, I'm just going to do this tonight. And I'm so happy with that. Yeah. Can I ask a question? So obviously you've got a, a long-term partner in Steph. How do you go about with those things? How do you communicate it? Because I know some couples might be like, well, they might take it personally. If you go, you know, I just want a night to myself tonight. They might take it yeah. in a personal way. How do you guys communicate that? It's probably, um, it's probably just with the nature of like the travel that I do and stuff as well. It's probably more me saying that than her, but she's really good. And I'm just quite open and honest about it. Like just I, up front. Well, tonight I'm just going to, I'm going to do my own thing. Whether yeah. that's, you know, it might be PlayStation online. Fortnite. Fortnite. Oh. FIFA, or it just might be watching a movie or something, watching the footy. She's great. Yeah. Uh, but I think good. as well, that takes a lot to have that partner that just goes, yeah, that's fine. You know, you got to do yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Because a lot of partners we'll, wouldn't. We'll talk a bit later. Personally, yeah. Yeah, a lot of partners do. And I think you need to sort of be open and honest with that when you start and just go, look, I'm actually someone that does like my own time for me. I'm talking yeah, every day. Communicate it, yeah. Well, you know, once or twice a week. I think it, I think it, makes, it, it make, makes a difference for me. So I, I was one of those people. I used to take it kind of personally, to be honest. I used to be like, well, why? I don't, because it sounds so selfish, but I'm like, well, I don't want alone time. So why, yeah. why, why does this person want their yeah. alone time? But they're obviously in a better headspace than I was. So they could do that or to deal with their own mental things. They would need alone time. Whereas I wouldn't want alone time and I would t kind of take it personally. Mm. But now, like I said, the last two weeks I've been living like the most anxiety free I've lived in, like who knows, couldn't even put a time on it so long. And like, I can just be comfortable in my own thoughts. And now I can fully understand how people want that time. Yeah, but I was full yeah. one of those people. I'd be like, fuck. I, was, I wouldn't cause a scene. I'd be like, oh, that's fine. But then I'd be lying in bed going, why, why the fuck not? Yeah. Like, I, I, I want to see you. Why don't you want to see me? But now I fully understand it because I'm comfortable being alone now. I think as well, you've got to be, I don't know, the way I sort of think is you've got to be comfortable with yourself first before you can be comfortable with someone else. Yeah. In a romantic, yeah, in, a yeah. in any relationship, I yeah. think like if you're not comfortable by yourself, I'm not going to say you're definitely dependent on that person, but it's just like, well, then you make it hard if that person is someone who's comfortable with themselves, like spending time, like that can be a hard thing to juggle. Yeah. But I also think like people that do go out every weekend and people that are always surrounded by their friends, like I definitely don't think it's a bad thing, No, no way. but I no. just think it is that thing where it's like, there are going to be times where um, you are alone like and, and like a plan falls through well, or, or something i think yeah. it depends if you're doing that because you generally want to do it like you generally yeah. want to go out and you want to see your friends or you're doing it because you can't stand the thought of being by yourself yeah it depends which way you look at it because a lot of people when they're by themselves that's when their thoughts really go mm. haywire which is me and now so th then you'd go out because you just wouldn't want to deal with it so it, it depends which way you're doing it i think i think the other thing is well like Everyone says, oh, you don't need distractions, but it's like when everything is a distraction, yeah, you know, yeah. like, yeah, exactly. Everything is a distraction and it's just like sport movies. It's like, it's all a distraction. And I think distractions can be good. People think that they're bad. Distractions can be good. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. It's scary though. Like I, I can't, like, I remember, I think I was so 
my like comfortability of being alone, because obviously some people might be listening and they're like, well, like I just literally cannot do that. And we're obviously saying yeah. like, oh, it's a good thing and you should do it. So like, because mine came from like literally, because I, I never like fully had like a friend group in school until like I was way later. And then like my dating life was so stunted because I didn't come out till after school. So like there wasn't much that I was like missing out on. And it's mm. only until recently when I have like started going out and like seeing more guys and like sort of having those nights in with, with people where I'm like, fuck now when I don't get it, I kind of know what I'm missing a little bit yeah, more okay. and get that alone time, particularly like maybe a month or two ago was like, oh fuck, like I really don't want to be alone because I know what the alternative is. Yeah. And it's like that thing of like knowing what you miss or you don't know what you've got till it's gone sort of thing. Yeah. But the way I got around that and the way that I got around, like, I really, really don't want to be alone is, tr it sounds really weird, but I would just like force, this actually sounds ridiculous and maybe it's just because of my line of work that I'm in where I c can create, but I would like force myself to work on a project that I liked that was like work. So whether it was writing something or working on a bit of stand up or whatever it was, and I kind of forced myself to work on that for like an hour or so and then reward myself with a break or going and getting food and stuff. So it felt like I was like giving myself that alone time wasn't now like a, a scary chore. It was, it became a reward for doing something good. And then I felt a yeah. little bit good about myself. So that was one way that I spun wanting to be alone, I guess. Cause there was a time where I didn't want to do it very recently. So that yeah, I, I remember that time. Yeah. And, well, so, <laughs> see, I've been, we've known each other like 15 years. And longer, longer, and never been a drinker. Never really gone out. Never really been into it. Right? <clears throat> you can stop me if you don't want me sharing this, but I don't think you'll give a fuck. Well, I think we've already spoken about. Um, I think it's out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Will met podcast, a guy. Yeah. Not 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 Ben, but Will met a guy um, before Ben a few months ago, and he was a bit of a partier. Yeah. He was going out, and all of a sudden, Will's out in the in the city posting stories at two hours going, what the hell? Like, what is this? Someone's hacked my friend's Instagram. I was like, this guy's hacked. So he's lost his phone. I don't know what's going on. Next morning, bro, I went out last night. I love going out. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't love going out. But okay, let's see where it goes. Anyway, then all of a sudden Friday night comes and you're going, oh, do you want to go out tonight? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why? Oh, because this, this guy's going out. So I want to be, I don't want to be at home waiting for him. I want to be out distracting myself until he, until he's ready. Yeah. And that, just like, it was just funny, it was like the, how that situation, yeah, because like you said, you don't know what you got till it's gone. So you you were just craving that, but you didn't, you couldn't stand sitting at home waiting for that guy to give you the message or for you to give the message. So you wanted to come out and distract yourself and then... Yeah. Well, because my alone time, it wasn't actually alone time. It was me like at the whim of someone else or like, and he was really nice and he was never making me do these things. This was all yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. So like, I feel like um, it was like me not fully alone. I was expecting something and waiting for something. So that alone time is more like a waiting period. And mm. that was bad. So I guess, I don't know, identifying what different types of alone periods there are is quite a good one as well. But if you, all right, how about this? If you could go back, right? Well, not if you could go back, but say you got went back in time. Yeah. How would you counteract that? Because it's a pretty natural thing. When you first meet someone, you're kind of like, wanted you you kind of want to see him really bad yeah. so you're kind of distracting yourself to get to that point because when you first meet someone like everything's so fresh and and great would you do anything differently like would you try to just take that alone time and and because did you really want to go out or was it just kind yeah, i of think a, i did oh you did well I, 
Uh, no, I just wanted to be with him. That's what I mean. So yeah. if you like, would you would you just do that again, or would you like try to do something oh. different? And be like, you know what? Deep down, I don't really want to go out, so I'm just gonna do something else. This, would you, you know what I mean? I just don't know. Like, Lockie, do you have any? Because because for me, it was literally like I was like so like I was like I have to. Like it was so on my mind, it was fucked. Like it was all I could think about. Yeah, I reckon when you're in those mindsets, every, your judgment's clouded. So things yeah. that oh, you, you should have had a wank, bro. Yeah, <laughs> sort of clear everything. Um, yeah, like if you're thinking about something, then you, however you normally think about it, is going to be skewed by what your what's on your mind. Yeah, if you don't like going out, but you do because you're in infatuated by someone or you you like someone then it's going to be clouded and you're going to make a decision that you normally wouldn't make i like what you said before though you know in it was funny because i laughed myself i reckon some people are terrified of going to get like food by themselves yeah some people are terrified about going to get like a coffee i think they're they're petrified they'll be labeled as like sitting are you talking like sitting by themselves i'm talking sitting i'm talking just going to get takeaway and it's like I think coming back to what you said, it's a great start for someone who's listening. You go, oh, I can't be alone. It's like, okay, well, do one thing a week where that you wouldn't normally do. You know, go for a walk, go get a coffee, go get a drink, go get takeaway or something alone. Yeah. And that could be a good way to start, you know, and then you slowly progress it. But I think so many people are worried about what people think in terms of that and not, you know, doing Judgment. stuff by themselves. It's like, oof. Yeah. You want to go get a coffee? My one, so I'm happy to do caramel, everything caramel by latte. myself. Caramel latte. Caramel almond <laughs> yeah. latte. I don't care if I'm alone. Yeah. <laughs> I want everyone to, one caramel almond latte, please. And I'm alone. Just one. <laughs> now that lady's not with me. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I can do everything alone and I'm so okay with, there's one thing that I can't do alone. And it's an infinite hurdle that I don't know if I'll ever get over. Going to the movies alone. And I've always wanted to. I think I you're, saw someone big on movies. I know. And I saw yeah. someone alone at the movies. And you know what I thought? You know what I thought when I saw the person walk in and sit by themselves in the Here movies? I thought, yeah. you are the, I wish I was you. Envy. I was envious of just how self-confident that that person was. They didn't, they couldn't give a fuck if people thought, oh, they're blah, blah, blah. You yeah. know what? <laughs> I've got a bit of a story. So our good. our good friend, Luca Moretti. Oh yeah. Um, the new Doctor Strange came out. And apparently some of the boys are at the back watching it. And at the end of the movie, the, the credits come on and up pops Moretti up the front. And he was sitting there with his hoodie on by himself watching Doctor Strange. Really? <laughs> yeah. So he's he's fucking nailed it. That's yeah, a, good on there Yeah, go. that is good. Yeah. I did not expect that from him. That's what I mean. That's a big sign for him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but this is... You got to say I, it now. No, I can't remember what it was anymore. We'll cut this. Damn it. Fuck. I had a good record. It was going to be so good. Um, Something that Pat and I do is uh, we show each other songs when we're alone. Well, and when we're together. When we're together. Well, yeah, when we're together. But actually, I'll start again. Something Pat and I do, and I found it very helpful, is whenever one of us is feeling, I call it head noisy, when you're noisy in your own head. Yeah. Um, is we'll send each other a message or, or put it into our group chat and we'll just be like, hey, does anyone want to go for a cruise, for a drive? And I found that, obviously we're saying alone time's great, but sometimes if you're in the mode that I was where all this one person was on your mind, yeah, you need yeah, a friend. Yeah. 
I have found that just going on a night drive is like one of the best things you can do. You stop at some fucking shit 7-Eleven to get the most disgusting oak <laughs> and like the worst. Remember those frozen oaks? Yeah, like a frozen oh, oak. They were great. Oh, they were good. But remember they just kept running out. Yeah, you'd yeah. Walk in and the just... guy would go, sorry brother, the machine's done. Here. Ah, and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And then you go, oh, there's one in Ashfield. Let's go. Yeah. It's like miles away. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, we'd get some disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Some disgusting, like, four-day-old Krispy Kreme donut and stuff. But one thing that we would do is um, we would show each other... S- oh. <laughs> Remember when you ate that fucking Krispy Kreme donut? <laughs> and that was because of an alone-time drive. You can tell the story. So we were going for... We were, we, we were doing one of these drives very early days. Mm. Like maybe even peas, like you know, yeah, red and pea levels. Yeah, we got a Krispy Kreme. You had your red peas, or you were dating someone with your red peas? Will had his red peas. Yeah, yeah. No, you were dating someone with your red peas. That was like two months ago. Two months ago. <laughs> learners or red? Peas? Yeah, learners, learners. learners. Sorry, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, learners. Do we? Do you want me to pipe up or? You tell the story. Actually. No, 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 no. We can change the topic back to what we were just talking about of age. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Well, now you have to say, because now it's going to look like I'm having sex with someone that's ridiculously underage. No, we'll just get move on. They, I'll let the, 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 the listeners oh, think what they cut that. I'm going to get in trouble. Uh, move on. So, this, the cockroach. No, sorry. So, the donut. So, I had a Krispy Kreme. I don't know. You didn't want it or whatever. No, I don't want it. We threw it out the window. Run over it with a tire. Keep driving. Reporter toss-up, by the way. And um, yeah. we keep driving... Come back and it's flattened on the ground, like flattened. Anyway, we get out of the car and it's just got cockroach on it, just mangled. I go, all right, what are the odds you eat it? <laughs> so I get him. I got you on, it would have been four. I always say four. And he had to eat this fucking run over donut in Coogee with a cockroach eating it. That's lovely. Yeah. But you know what? I sh- and I should have stayed alone. I should have been by myself should at that have been point. by yourself. But anyway, what we do on these drives is we show each other songs. And I'm sure, Pat, if you actually want to give a demonstration now, you guys know the voice when someone oh. is spun around. You know what? If you've got a song for me, we can do a live demonstration. You know what? Let's do it. Pop the uh. headphones on. But they might not be able to see your face, which is going to be such a crucial part of you listening to the song. So true. So maybe you... Maybe do it this way, turn around. Yeah, maybe this do it this yeah. way and then do the turn around this way. So we'll show each other a song. Oh, no, Lucky, you you get a pair of cans on too. Uh, a pair of cans in you? There's these ones. Yeah. What's cans? Silky's Silky got me onto it. So what we would do is show each other music, songs, and if you like the song, you hit the buzzer and like on the voice, you spin around. So Pat, I'm convinced. I actually found a song recently, courtesy of my friend Ed. And I think this is going to be a, we call it a plus. You add it to your library. So Pat, are you ready? Do you like songs on Spotify? Yeah. So everyone, you're about to get a window into such a big part of Pat and I's friendships. And we do this whenever we are feeling noisy, sad. We find that this is a fun way to cheer each other up. You ready, Pat? I'm ready. Who are we going to fucking play? There's certain things you're supposed to know. Country. Try to use-
This is a good song. Right. Are you getting a turn? Wait for the chorus. Have you turned? Oh, oh, he's taking them off. <laughs> yeah, strong. I what like that. You're not a countryman, are you? I'm not a countryman. Really? John Mayer's country as I go. Wow. Well, there you go. That was a fun little thing uh, for them to that see. That was a good, that's one of the best you've shown me in a while. I'm sure I would like it if it was fun, like country. What? I'm, it sounded like a good song. Oh, if you liked country music. I like country music, yeah. I'm sure. Well, you should start start on Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen. Got a couple new bangers out. You got a... Pat, by the way, I got into the Pat's car once. He was listening to a song that said, Beer Never Broke My Heart. That yeah, was the Luke name Combs of the special. <laughs> ne- never has. <laughs> never has and it never will. All right, boys. So, wrapping this up. Spoken about alone time. We did. I'll start. What, what a, Have a think about what are some bits of advice you'd give to someone who's struggling... With alone time. For me, I think I'd say what I said before. Try something new. Just try something different every week by yourself. So maybe go for a walk, go to the gym. If you meet someone at the gym, you know, go at a different time. Um, just do something different. Do something by yourself that you don't normally do. And then hopefully you can make a bit of a habit out of it. What about you, Paddy? Uh, it's a tough question. Um, so like I said, for me, it was I hated being alone because I couldn't sit with my own thoughts. And now I'm comfortable doing that. So to get to that point, uh, you got to let yourself feel your emotions. I've always pushed them away and stuff like that, but you got to actually let yourself feel what you're feeling and see, and then eventually you will be- become comfortable with it and you will become immune to it in a way. Maybe not immune, but you. as soon as you're pushing everything away, once that thought comes back in, it's just as strong as it was the first time. But if you sit with it and let it come, then it comes back in and it's a little bit less. And it comes back in again, it's a little bit less. And eventually you can just go, you know what? Fuck that thought. Hmm. And, it, and it's done with. So I think you just got to learn to sit with your thoughts and let yourself feel it. <clears throat> and then once you're comfortable being in your own mind, like for me, like I said, that was the only reason I couldn't be alone because I couldn't sit with my own thoughts. But now I can and I'm comfortable doing it and they don't affect me like they did. And there was no real distinct thing. Like there was, it was a lot of hard work. Don't get me wrong. Like there was a lot of, the last six months has been pretty tough, but now it's just like I've just grown so much from it. And now, yeah, now I'm just so just sit with your own thoughts, be comfortable with it, and just you will just grow. And every time you let a thought in, that next time it comes in will just be a little bit less. Yeah, I would say use it to um, learn more about yourself because I know like we think that we know each- ourselves so well, but there's I reckon there's like a lot that you like that you don't even know that you do. And maybe use that time to do that. Like I... And kind of force it on yourself. Like I force myself to have an alone swim every day, like at Clovelly, go by myself, have a swim. And I learn about myself when I'm, when I'm doing that. Like, oh, I love, like I found out I love snorkeling recently. Like I never knew that before. But one time in the swim, I was like, I might bring goggles next time. And then I bring goggles and I'm looking under and I'm like, fuck, this is sick. I love snorkeling. So that's like a newfound thing that I love doing that I would have never have known had I not spent some alone time with myself or watch a different genre of movie that you don't usually watch. Just give yourself like make it a learning process and a new thing. Different genre, not category, mate. <laughs> Look at you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you, all that alone time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> uh, thanks guys. Thank you for <laughs> listening. <laughs> 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 ah, thanks guys. Where, where <laughs> <laughs> I 
and keep that in. All right, that's staying in. <laughs> oh, <God>. yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening to another episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you got some tips. I'd like to thank Mr. Will Gibb. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Gibby, where can people find you? What's coming up for you in the next couple of weeks? You can find me in your mum's bed. and <laughs> <laughs> Or your dad's bed, honestly. More likely your dad's bed. Um, and uh, what's coming up? Oh, we have comedy every single Tuesday at the Clovelly Hotel. Big shout out to Megs. Absolute legend. So if you want to come see me perform, every Tuesday at the Chloe Hotel. And some other amazing comics. And a special quick mention before we do wrap up. We have had you on before. Mm. But since then, you have just surpassed quite heavily one million followers. Wow. <laughs> Massive achievement, man. Thank you. Congratulations. Thanks. Beanies. Ah, speaking of beanies, yes. Got the special man on. So go to www.turnupthetalk.com. Go to the shop and you'll see our long sleeves and you'll also see our beanies. Gib20 will be the code for 20% off. And we'll get those sent out to you. Thank you again for listening. Enjoy your week. Turn up the talk podcast. Tackling mental health together.